welcome to another episode of Hitchhiker's Guide to IT Podcast, brought to you by Device42. On this show, we explore the ins and outs of modern IT management and the infinite expanse of its universe. Whether you're an expert in the data center or cloud, or just someone interested in the latest trends in IT technology, the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT is your go-to source for all things IT. So buckle up and get ready to explore the ever-changing landscape of modern IT management. Hello and welcome to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT podcast series. We have a special guest for you today. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by Device42. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. And today we're talking about technology business management. And I am pleased to bring on today's guest, who is Andrew Pratt. He is the technology business manager for Teladoc Health. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really want to get into this conversation because we have a lot of good things to cover. But before we do, can I ask you for a brief background? Uh, yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, I lead the technology business management office here at uh, Teladoc, um, the industry's leading uh, telemedicine organization. So um, graduated with my with a finance and marketing double major at Butler University. Um, later on down the road, I uh, got my master's in strategic leadership. And my background has been has been in a lot of different places, but primarily working in IT finance. And so started my career working to get into the finance organization, found that, you know, individuals who excelled at uh, understanding processes, um, you know, being a business partner um, to the organizations they work with, and then also being very good with data in terms of interpreting data, understanding how data is stored, how to pull out data and report on it, um, excelled me through my, my career. And uh, so, you know, moving, you know, I constantly got recruited from finance to IT um, as I represented IT. And then, but I found myself working in IT multiple times. So this is my second stint here at Teladoc, starting a technology business management office from scratch um, throughout the organ, throughout uh, my tenure. So um, in you know, in short, it's really just been an IT finance and just really focus on data and general processes and how to bring data out to uh, IT leadership. And no easy feat, as you said, starting from scratch two times. So clearly you are the man for the job for the role of this, this podcast conversation here, because we're talking about technology business management. So let's start off with this. Let's lay mm -hmm. some framework here. What does a technology business management office do? Yeah, so I'm going to give a very high level answer, but um, you know the, the goal is to provide cost transparency, right? And from that, drive innovation and in ensuring that IT spends the IT spend is aligning with not only the IT strategies and goals, but the overall organization's goals, right? And uh, within that, what we do is we we're in a unique situation, right, where we act as the interface between IT. In the other departments that you know manage our you know either our operational uh, strategies or in particular our, our financials right and that would be of course the finance team the accounting team uh, the procurement team right and so we're we're that interface to be that be that team to understand what the best practices are from those other teams understand what those other teams are doing and interpret that back to the IT so then the IT leadership can uh, readily consume that information in a way in a way that they can act upon quickly in, within their strategies because within their current roles they really don't have 
any time to understand one, what the processes are, what do all these terminology mean, right? How does it relate to my business of IT, right? They need, they need an expert to be that in between the face of IT, to be that internal customer to the different departments to be able to represent them appropriately. So we have an idea of really what the technology business management office does, why it's so important. Let's talk about how do we go to the integration process, implementing it into our current landscape. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that's really that's really dependent on you know, the maturity of your organization, right? And if you're someone out there who is thinking, oh, this is something that we'd be interested in that we don't have today, or if it's something that you already have have today. And yet, uh, you know, depending on the maturity will dictate how you implement it or how you improve on the uh, operational side of technology business management, right? And so I think an easy way is to start, start as if you don't have one. And I would like to state, you know, in the last decade, I think this is going to be a, you know, right now in the last year or so, this is going to be a big need a, across a lot of different organizations, right? Because in the last decade, you know, there's been steady growth. And then during COVID, a lot of companies found success, uh, especially in the IT commerce field or, you know, if they had that established and so everything was revenue generated, right? How do we maintain our growth? How do we make sure that our customers are, are uh, being satisfied, right? Now in the last year, year and a half, and maybe even for the foreseeable future, at least very short term, you know, now it's like, you know, revenue has gone down. How do we focus on profit? You know, how do we ensure that our organization is profitable, right? And with technology business management, right, IT serves the organization, right? IT is delivering on objectives, uh, delivering on projects, right? And so, you know, with that, you know, they're, they're just, they don't have a whole lot of focus a lot of times on rather if their efforts are being profitable, right? And so uh, what we do is come in and ensure, hey, you know, the, the effort upon these certain projects, working with the PMO teams, right? And understanding what processes are in place to show that we're being financially responsible. Are we returning a net ROI? You know, that's a large example. Over to a smaller example on, hey, someone on the data science team wants a new application, right? Are the appropriate processes uh, present to be able to ask, you know, why are we doing, simply asking why, why do we need this application? Is this application going to return an ROI in some case? Is it saving man hours? Is it saving, you know, is it actually saving dollars? Is it getting something out to the other, you know, the rest of the organization that's going to save them time or maybe drive innovation for, you know, revenue? You know, all these type of questions need to be considered from, you know, the largest projects an IT organization is working on to, um, you know, to an application, a, a certain small team might want to help improve their processes, right? And then, sorry, Michelle, to go back to your question, I felt like that was important to say, right? But, you know, how do you start, right? So understand the maturity and understand what's in place, right? And so you, you know, especially if you're starting from scratch, you know, you can certainly segment it, right? And I gave an example of software, right? Let's say there's no process in place that's asking, you know, why are we purchasing these applications, right? What need is, is being uh, delivered that this application is going to provide, right? And so if you don't have any processes in place and you've been, you know, you've had steady growth, however long your company has been, been, along, been around, you're going to find once you start turning over some stones, you're going to find a lot of redundancy. You're going to find a lot of, you know, how should I say, you know, waste of costs, right? You know, your ROI, you could be maximizing your spend and that's what drives to, hey, you know, we need to be a more profit focused organization instead of just revenue focused organization, right? Because we'll actually find that our EBITDA at the end of the day is higher as we're focused on profit rather than just focus on revenue. Because a lot of times you kind of, 
you, you, there's a lot of downfall behind you as you're moving forward for revenue. So that's what TBM's doing. They're coming in and you take that opportunity, you see the maturity of your organization and you start segmenting it. So you maybe you just focus on software, right? And getting processes in place, working with all the, all the different, uh, all your different business partners to insert best practices, or at least understand what they're working on and, and support them and make sure that's integrated within the IT strategy, right? Or rather if it's with cloud spin, hardware, How's capacity resource planning working? These are all different segments of the IT organization that TBM, uh, uh, you know, facilitates itself with, right? And as you grow and you look at this mountain, as you start in the bottom, you realize you just take one segment at a time and you'll find that throughout, throughout the climb, you'll find more tools at your tool belt, hopefully some different applications with investment from senior leadership, and then also some uh, more people around you that's helping, uh, you know, drive that that operational excellence within IT. I love that you use the analogy of looking up at the mountain because it's got to be very daunting, you know, especially if if there's nothing set in place. So let's take a deeper dive into that. You know, I would think every business is different when it comes to the plan specifically needed for them with implementation. So can you take us through the steps for companies either looking to start from scratch, looking at that mountain for the first time, or yep. maybe those that already have something in place, but they really need an upgrade? Yeah, absolutely. Every company is going to be uh, so unique in terms of, you know, what they're going to need, right? So um, there's tons of, you know, TBM models out there that, you know, firms can take a look at at a high level, but really it's just like most other processes and organizations as you're starting a new department, you got to understand the maturity and, and really understand the challenges the team, you know, the, the organization has currently, right? So if you're an organization starting from scratch, right, you know, kind of typical, what's the low hanging fruit? What's, what's, what's being asked of the executives more frequently? What's their biggest pain points, right? So, you know, for one firm, it might be, uh, you know, FinOps or cloud cost optimization, right? Or cloud reporting, you know, where that's not, you know, TBM can be involved, but maybe there's no FinOps team. So maybe we just need to understand our reporting and understand, hey, are products profitable? And we don't know that because we don't understand the cloud, the cloud being consumed at the product level, right? So that's something that one organization might want or maybe a different organization, you know, hasn't had any processes within their, their software applications uh, for years and years and years. And they know that they're constantly getting beat up and they see redundancy all over the place. And I say they, I mean, IT leadership is seeing redundancy all over the place. Yet they don't have the time to really focus their attention on those because they're delivering on, you know, initiatives that the organization needs to drive revenue or, you know, reduce risk or keep the lights on. So depending on what the, the needs, I would always follow the needs of executive leadership, right? Especially if you're starting a new and understand their pain, pain points and then set OKRs, right? From that point and set your objectives, set key metrics that go along with that and attack those one by one. Um, and so like, you know, for software, for example, you would understand what's the processes, what's procurement's involvement with that? What's finance's involvement with that? How are How is software being coded so we can get more clarity on on uh, what our software applications are doing, right? Those are all, you know, in the weeds intricacies that, you know, leadership from IT, one, they might not understand, but two, they definitely don't have the time to dig in and understand and push those little details. You know, TBM has to go in there and push that effort, receive that, understand the processes, work on the processes, and then gather the data to report it in a way back to IT leadership to understand this is how we're improving and this is how we're scaling to improve our operations in terms of software or, you know, cloud spend or hardware or, you know, capacity planning, as I mentioned earlier, those couple topics. So 
that's where you'd want to start. And that kind of goes the same exact way with, you know, where are you with your current state if you already have a TBM office already in play, right? So what's your current challenges? Have you really understood? Have you taken the time to be that true interface between the other departments and that other departments being, you know, the accounting, the finance, the groups outside of IT, right? If you're not really taking that time to really understand where their pain points are as well, you're going to have a hard time integrating their processes and being, like I mentioned earlier, that you're the, you're the, you're the face of it. You're the customer, right? We're their internal customer for a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, processes, right. And a lot of this data and, and these different, um, different operational pieces that's being delivered to it. So, you know, it's our opportunity from it standpoint to speak to those departments, understand what they're, you know, their, their challenges, right. And then they understand our challenges and now it strategy is being implemented with what they're doing on a regular basis. From there, you should be able to see better processes flow through. And essentially the TBM is usually not taking one entire process all by itself. It's really taking the time to partner with a lot of other departments and then implementing the best practices across the board, depending on what your objectives are. And I keep hitting on it, but an easy objective explains that software application piece, right? So you utilize and partner with other groups to help facilitate those. Of course, the bottom line is you want results, right? Proof is in the pudding. So we want to see that whatever we're implementing is working. So what sort of benchmarks can companies look at when they're doing this implementation process or maybe doing that upgrade? Yeah. So, you know, there's certainly a couple, uh, you know, standard benchmarks. One is definitely, uh, you know, IT spend the revenue. You know, that's that's a favorite of mine. How are you looking against, uh, you know, your you know, the, your competitors within the industry, right? If you're sitting at four or 5%, you know, what can we do to get it down to 3% and what's your norm within your, within your industry, right? Um, but a lot of benchmarks that we usually use is internally, right? So if we, if we're, if we have 500 software applications and our revenue is X, does that amount of application really make sense for what we're generating in terms of revenue? Right. And uh, you're more than likely if there's no process in place today, you can certainly say no. Right. And you can make some benchmarks in terms of how do we reduce 500 applications to 400 or 300 or a certain percentage of maybe your total IT costs. Right. So those are certainly benchmarks you can focus on. Um, certainly cloud spend. You know, there's benchmarks that you can utilize within your industry of how much cloud spend you're utilizing, you know, especially compared to your revenue. Right. And understanding what your cloud spend should be on your on your primary products that you're serving, delivering out to your customers. So those are common benchmarks that we take into account um, when driving our OKRs within the technology business management office. And that's certainly very important to start off, especially if you're starting from a new is make sure you have those OKRs. You can create those those key metrics, right? And using those benchmarks or, or creating your own benchmarks. So then you can really narrow your focus a little bit instead of getting lost in the woods, trying to accomplish everything all at once. Yeah. And I'm sure a learning curve um, is in play too, as people are going along. A lot of points that we touched on here today, closing thoughts as we wrap up here. Yeah, I would think that the last one I mentioned, you know, if certainly you're starting to new or if you find yourself, uh, you know, within it. And I think the one thing with technology business management office, uh, especially if you're starting new, you're marketing it out and you'll find that there's so many individuals in the IT uh, organization has been looking for someone like you. Right. It's amazing how they will grab onto you and uh, ask, like, I need help with this or I don't understand this or I have no idea because they're, you know, they're probably put in a situation where they need to own their PL, but yet they're not getting the information that they need on a on a regular basis that they also can understand 
to be able to own that PL or own their own business effectively. Because that's what many of the individuals at the VP or senior director, or especially executive level, that's what they're doing. Um, so really, you know, it goes back to my last point, really have some objectives and, and key metrics to, to go after the start, right? Because there's so many people that's going to want to pull on your on your arm in one direction. But if you can make sure you have the proper OKRs, quarterly and yearly OKRs, especially the start, and just work to towards those, you'll find that, you know, your team will grow, your tools will grow, and then you'll be able to, to help those other, other um, you'll be able to, to spread your reach out a little bit more to help out with all the other leadership with leadership within IT. And also throughout the process, you'll really start to get their support, especially if you let them know like, hey, these are our OKRs for right now. Um, but you know, we are taking into account what you're, what you need. And that's certainly something that's, that's, uh, on our roadmap and we will get to it as soon as we accomplish our current goals. Andrew Pratt, technology business manager for Teladoc Health. Andrew, thank you so much for your time. A great conversation. If people want to learn more and maybe they have a question for you, how do they do that? Yeah, uh, please reach out via LinkedIn. Um, I think the information is here on, on the, on the channel here, but um, I will get back to you as soon as I can. I'm not a big social media person because I have two little kids that beg my attention, but I promise you, if you get me via LinkedIn, I'll, I'll get back to you, answer any questions, or more than happy to do a virtual coffee or set up something like that. So, Perfect. Andrew, thank you so much for your time again. Really appreciate it. And I'm sure a lot of people have some questions and will want to reach out. So thank you again for being here. Awesome. Thank you. It's very, it very great to be here. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT podcast series brought to you by Device 42, talking about why you need a technology business management office. And if you would like to subscribe to this podcast, we encourage you to do so to hear more great conversations. You can always visit device42.com for more information about Device 42. I'm your host, Michelle Dalmuni. Thanks again for joining us. We hope to see you on a podcast soon.